Hi everyone, it's Derek from the iReady podcast here and this is my reaction to the two each draw with Motherwell today. Absolutely disgraceful, really no other way to say that. There is absolutely no way we should have been 2-0 up at half time, completely in control and then concede two ridiculous goals and it's all really down to the defence, it's all down to the keeper and it's down to completely switching off in the second half. There is no other way to describe it than that, an absolute disgrace of a, a performance in the second half and once again we go into half time thinking the game's done. At 2-0, a game is never done. Even at 3-0, a game is never done. But we still can't kill off teams, and that is the big issue. In a game where we should have clawed two points back off over Celtic after them drawing early in the day, we're now, again, still three points. And we've now put doubt into our own minds, as well as probably a wee bit of belief into Celtic's minds, that... They can still drop points, but they're going to get away with it because we're continuing to do the same mistakes time and time again. We line up with two changes from the Dortmund game. We lined up McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Lundstrom, Bassey, Kamara, Arfield, Aribo, Sakala, Kent and Morelos. On the subs bench were McLaughlin, Zukowski, Balogun, Barisic, Sands, Lowry, Ahmad, Wright and Roof. So the first half, very comfortable and dominant first half. Played in the Motherwell half, really regaining the ball as soon as we lose it, which really wasn't often. We never really lost the ball. And if it wasn't for two fantastic saves from the Motherwell keeper, then it would have been at least 4-0 in the half. Motherwell offered absolutely nothing. I, don't, I think they maybe tried one chance up front, but it was all played in their half. We had a chance early on in the second minute when Tavernier lobs the ball into the box from the right. Morelis with a good touch to control and then toe pokes at goal bound, but it hits off the bar. There was a great save from the Motherwell keeper in the seventh minute. It was a short corner from the left. Knocked out to Tavernier at the corner of the box. Has a fantastic curling shot. Was going right into the top corner and the keeper had a great save and put it out for another corner. Another fantastic save from the keeper on the 18th minute when the corner in from the left played out to Lundstrom at the edge of the box. Has a stunning shot. It was going in all the way and an absolute worldy by the keeper to put it out for a corner. It was a, a fantastic save. And at that point I was thinking if the keeper's pulling out get saves like this there is absolutely no way we are getting anything from the game today. However... In typical timing, four minutes later, we went 1-0 up with Morelos scoring. We're knocking the ball about well, gets the ball to the to Kent on the right, floats the ball in, and it was either off the head of Morelos or off the head of Mugabe. Morelos was claiming it, RTV gave it as an OG, I'll take it every which way you like, I don't care, 1-0. And then a minute later, we doubled the lead because we made it 2-0 on the 23rd minute with Sakala scoring. Kent on the left, shimmying into the box past two players, he crosses it in, flicked off the defender and bounced to the far side for an unmarked Sakala who drills the ball into the back of net low. Brilliant goal all round. We had a penalty claim on the 37th minute where the ball was bouncing and hit the top of the arm of the Motherwell defender. The arm was down by his side, so for me, correct decision because it's not as if it was flailing out like, like we've seen against Dundee United. There was another bit of partial controversy here during the half as well when Goldson and their attacker went 50-50 with a ball sliding in together near our box. Goldson came off worse with the studs in his calf, a yellow given. Some was claiming it a red, but for me, it was two players going for it and it was an unfortunate act correct decision yellow card that wasn't a red for me but certainly in the first half delighted with that needed to keep up the high tempo and work rate and possibility to not only claw two points back but also get the goal difference back to a reasonable level as well however second half was an absolute joke from the first half being brilliant to absolute shambolic we were completely switched off and we couldn't kill off the game as I said it's almost as if the players thought the job was done and it's never the case because anything might happen we had a ton of pressure 
there's no doubt about that. We had tons of chances, but we just never really converted a lot. And out of nothing on the 52nd minute, Motherwell pulled the goal back to make it 2-1. Out of nothing, as I said, Motherwell down the right after a bad pass from Lundstrom. The attacker drove past Lundstrom. He drove past Bassey, who couldn't keep up with him as well. A simple square ball across our box and the Motherwell attacker tapped it into the back of the net from an open goal. I do not know what Goldson was doing. He had looked over his shoulder a couple of times. He seen the player was there, but he still went to go for the ball where McGregor was there. So what was he doing? He should have marked the guy. You stick with your guy in that case because there was no other attackers there to get the ball at the near post. So why he went to the, the same position that McGregor was going for? On that note as well, what was McGregor doing? He should have shouted for the ball or at least dived at Goldson's feet. If he's going to take out his own player, he's going to take out his own player. There's no penalty for that. It was a joke by both of them, even more so Goldson, with an absolute shambolic marking and shambolic defensive mistake once again from him. We did have the ball in the back of the net twice though, in the half, on the 55th minute. It was a header from Morelos after a great cross from Kent. It was ruled offside. For me, correct decision. I know there's a lot of people online saying that there was nowhere. It was definitely onside. I've just seen the replays back on RTV. Both the pundits agree it was just offside and I'm of that same opinion as well. RTV, I don't know why they're, they've not got a camera set up on the 18-yard line for each of the boxes because it's difficult to make out from the angle that we've got. But certainly for me, it was just half a head ahead of the defender there. And on the 67th minute, he had the ball in the back of the net again. It was a great move. It was a, a stunning through ball to him. I think it was from Kent. One touch and a shot by Morelos. Brilliant move. But again, he was just offside. If you looked at his feet, it was behind the line. If you looked at his head, it was just over the line. If you looked at the, the foot of Mugabe, who was the, the furthest furthest back defender, his foot was on the line. But given that Morelis's head was just over the line, for me it looked like then it was offside, unfortunately. I've said it before, if he could read the offside line, and I know it's difficult, but if he could read the offside line a lot better, then he would have a shit ton more goals. We had a shot after that, 74th minute, it was right at the keeper. He didn't have to move, but he, he had to be alert from it. And then, on the 76th minute, it went two each, because Motherwell pulled an equaliser. It was a long ball floated from the right to the far side. Tavernier and Goldson going for the exact same ball and the exact same defender. None of them really putting in any sort of solid challenge. It was all pussyfooting about. I know it was in the box, but you know, you're better to give away a penalty than, than not even try it, try and attempt at something. And at close range, got a shot past McGregor inside his near post. Absolutely abysmal from both the defending there and, and McGregor. He should never, ever be getting beat at his near post by that. He, again, should have just went for the ball. If his defence weren't going to do something, then he's got to take charge of the situation. Absolutely ridiculous once again from him there. And I think we've kind of intimated it before, but a conversation has to be had. McGregor has been an outstanding servant, but there, just over the other day there against Dortmund was his 20th season with us. He's now cost us, or he's now been certainly heavily involved in us conceding several goals now. Granted, the two Dortmund goals in the first leg were worldies. Maybe the second one he could have dived at least for, but he was rooted to his spot. But there's been several times now where he's just not diving for stuff. He's you know more worried about shouting at his, his, his defence, which granted, they need shouted at, but he needs to be doing a lot better now as well. Is it a case he's not not as agile as he used to be? He's pulled out some worldies at times, but I don't think that it's anything that McLaughlin would not be able to do as well. So I think that conversation has to be had there. Rather bizarrely, we only made one sub during the game as well, and that was Sakala off and Rufon in the 83rd minute. 
I don't know why because there was several players in that second half that were flagging or they just weren't getting the rub of the green or they just looked devoid of anything you know Arfield was one of them Kamara I don't know what's happened to him but we've not seen the same player this season as, as what he's seen last year something's amiss with him but again he's not the only one in the second half the thing for me that really irks me is you look at the possession 77 for us 23 for them we had 30 shots 10 on target only two goals they had five shots in total three on target and they still get two goals so if that's not an indication that our defense and keeper need changed up i don't know what is because that's not the only time that's happened this season so far so a really bitterly disappointing game I know if people are already saying the league's over, the league's not over, that's absolutely nonsense. But with every single time that this happens, it makes it more and more difficult for us. This should have been only sitting only a point behind Celtic today and gathered back two goals of, a, I think it's 10 or 11 goal difference. Now we're still the same as what we started today. When Celtic drop points, we've got to capitalise. We're not doing that. Not good enough, Rangers. Really not good enough. But anyway, we've got to pick ourselves back up. We're playing against St Johnson on Wednesday night. It's, it's another must win. I, I hate saying that and I hate hearing that, but it really is. So Dave and I will be back with a podcast uh, on Tuesday. It'll be out probably early on Wednesday at some point. And we'll go over, unfortunately, this game, but also the Dortmund game as well. And I'll be back with a post-match after the St. Johnson game, hopefully with a, a better result this time. So all I've left to say is thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs>